Welcome to Pick My Book Podcast with Dr. Janelle Jones. In this podcast, we have candid conversations with aspiring, new, and established authors as they share their stories about their creativity, their book, and why they decide to write their book. So sit down and grab a seat and let's have a real conversation. Welcome to Pick My Book Podcast with your host, Dr. Janelle Jones. I am here with author Shanika Floyd with her new book, Don't You Know. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Her story, her book is unique. I want her to get, she's going to get into it. So this is going to be very important for those out there who have an idea and they're trying to figure out what to do with their idea or, you know, just take something that has been in their mind for a long time and just completely shift it to an actual ideal or product and making their dreams come true. So she's really going to get into her story and we're going to actually start by learning more about Shanika. So tell us about yourself. Sure. So hello, everyone. My name is Shanika. I am a Columbus, Ohio native. Um, I have actually um, always kind of dreamed of being an author. My um, adopted mom always encouraged me to, you know, express myself through the arts. So I wrote small books, you know, from an early age on. But a little bit more about me, I um, am a first-generation college student. Um, Like I mentioned, I, um, I am adopted, but it's the family that I've always known. So it's kind of hard to say adopted sometimes because it's my family, family's family. But that's a large driver for me um, just in, you know, my beginning led to this moment um, where I wanted to ensure that, you know, love being at the forefront is what my, my son, he's almost three, my son seen, um, and that he experienced for me and that it's something that he would always come to know. But a little bit more, I spent the, the last 12 years in the, the wireless industry, uh, most recently supporting, um, the wireless, I, I would say the technology industry from an HR ex- experience. Awesome. So one of the things that you said that was awesome is how your family allow you to use art to express yourself, which I think is amazing. And it sounds like you're going to continuously teach your son how to do the same thing as well. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's funny, you know, the coincidence here, I, um, you know, everyone's working from home these days juggling, you know, a lot of different things and responsibilities during the pandemic. But, you know, I am grateful that, you know, while I'm working at home, my son has the opportunity to go to daycare. And at daycare, I see pictures all day of all the great things that they're doing. And they're also embracing that aspect too. So he's painting and coloring and doing all kinds of different things with, um, with his school. So yes, it's very important. Awesome. I because especially when we're getting to younger kids, using that art as a form and expression of expression is very important because a lot of times when they're that young, they don't know really how to express themselves. So art is a great way to introduce them to actually saying or speaking how or drawing because it's art how they feel without it being confusing. Because if you really look at it, or in my opinion. A lot of adults struggle with that, expressing themselves. So imagine if we went back as children and were taught how to express ourselves in a healthy manner, how much communication would be amazing as adults. So I think that's very awesome. 
Yes. And that's kind of, um, I've, I've felt like in creating, you know, my, my children's book, don't you know, that was an important aspect too. Um, while I do really love art and, you know, expressing myself and creating different things through art, um, I wanted to be the illustrator for my book, but I did hire someone um, and work closely with them to, you know, bring the vision, some of my drawings to life in a more colorful, constructive way to go along with, you know, the text to the book, which is loosely affirmations that I made up in a song for my son. Um, so the book details a lot of those affirmations, just the a love from, you know, a mom to their child. Um, kind of going back to my story um, of not knowing my biological mom, but being blessed with a bonus mom. And um, I just want to make sure that my son always knew that he was loved no matter what. So you said some powerful things because it's really a lot of stories that starts off like yours, you know, where you were adopted, you know, some of those stories in tragically, right. And not necessarily like in a fatal situation, but just not very good stories. But it's amazing to hear that you had a ex great experience with your adoptive family. And it sounds like you want to create a legacy from that experience for your own children. Absolutely. Because, um, and again, I, I don't really use the word adopted and all of that too much. Um, but, you know, in this context is, you know, the facts are facts, but I see my family as my family. Um, but you're right. There are a lot of different situations out there that may not end as positive as, as mine. Um, and I hope that a book like this would, you know, help parents, caregivers, whatever, to reinforce, you know, more positive concepts mm -hmm. um, and focus on what is important, um, no matter what the situation may be. I love it. With that being said, you kind of talked about your book, but we're going to go in more detail about your book. What inspired you to write it? I would say, well, I'm a first time mom. And, you know, when you're a first time mom, you don't know everything. It's, it's like they always say when you're, um, you have nieces and nephews or whomever you may interact with that's not your actual child yet. Um, it's, it's different, right? Because everyone is always like, well, you know, you can give that person back to their actual caregiver. Um, but it's different when you're at home with a child and, you know, they're crying and you can't exactly predict every need right off off the bat, you know, when you're just getting started, when they're just a little infant and you're getting to know each other. So I would say this song, or I would say the text of the book was birthed in just trying to affirm what I hoped for my son's future. And also in that I would affirm myself, you know, um, giving myself the, the motivation and the encouragement saying, you can do this. He's going to be great. You're doing great. Um, cause we have to be like really compassionate with ourselves during those, those early stages and moments, you know, especially when you're not so sure, which is what I feel like a lot of new parents can relate to. And I think that's an awesome idea. Cause you're right. Like you said, there's really no handbook on parenting. And even though some of the things that people have written, you still have your own unique situation. Absolutely. Because I was just, I was, and even with the question that you asked, I was thinking, of course, you know, people give you advice, some solicited, some unsolicited, right? <laughs> um, and then sometimes, you know, it could be generational, you know, maybe it worked 
or a couple of generations ago, or you know, maybe this generation wants to do things different. So even with the advice that's out there, the books, there's tons of resources, you never know what's gonna exactly work for you. And that can further lead to the ambiguity and you know, just feeling a little anxious. Um, so you just have to right size it and kind of do what you feel, follow your intuition a little bit and trust that you have what it takes, you know, again, affirming yourself and making sure you know that it's all going to work out to the best in the end. That's awesome. I like how you said when you have to kind of like personalize that experience to your own and make it a thing, even, even though, you know, like we talked, having your pattern and having the information out there, there's a lot of information about education and you have to make your specific but there are things that can help you into your parent in your parenting journey, such as affirming your children and really understanding the importance of affirming your children. Now, let me ask you, I know this is kind of not in the playbook, but why do you feel like it's important for children to be affirmed? Well, much to your point earlier, you know, like using arts to ex- express yourself, um, it starts early on, you know, how our childhoods can shape so much of our lives as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're sponges, you know, I hear that often too. You know, children are sponges, they're soaking up everything. It's the early developmental stages. So like their lens of life can be really impacted by what happens in their, what the first five years, I believe. Um, and of course, I'm not trying to quote anything there, but I believe that's what it is. And um, if a child knows certain things for sure, like they're loved, that they can do anything, that they are, that somebody believes in them and that they can do anything again that they put their mind to, they're going to be that much set up for success. Those are the things that are going to stick with them um, forever, no matter what you face. And I know that to be true because that's what my mom did for me. She would always tell me that. And even when I was going through those, those weird, like kind of teenage stages where you're trying to figure a lot of things out about yourself, your body, your friends, your environment. I remembered her saying that whether I believed it all the way or not, it's still something that was in the back of my head. So what you instill in your child makes a difference, even if the circumstances aren't always amazing. Um, it's like the internal, internal messaging that keeps you going when times get hard, um, Mm -hmm. that we want to start building up within them. But I think that like the internal messaging, that is like soup, that's like a superfood. Uh, you know, when you do your affirmations and things like that, it creates that foundation. Like if you think of a foundation when someone is like building a house or, or something, let's say a garage, you know, they're probably using some type of concrete or, you know, cement or something, you know, tough, like down. But if you think about, you know, them really pouring that cement into the ground to build that garage, think about, you know, a life, a child's life as if they're pouring it and there's so many holes in Mm -hmm. there in that foundation, right? When you have that, it doesn't build the stamina, stamina that they need to really be successful. And any little thing can ruffle their, their feathers, right? Anything can happen to take that hole and make it bigger and bigger and bigger. But when you use affirmations, you build that foundation to help those things not fill up and to seal the deal so they don't have to question who they are. Absolutely. 
you know, I, I thought about or the thought just came to me on how how much children these days are having to deal with a lot of pressures that the previous generations really didn't have to deal with. Like when you talk about bullying and social mm-hmm. media and um, all kind of things out there, you know, but like, for example, even if it gets really rough or hard, you know, it's, it's still not going to be fun to deal with. But, you know, in the back of your mind, when it comes to doing something harmful or that could affect your future, affirmations are going to help you to power through and make the right choice mm. because you know that you're loved. You know that you can do anything you put your mind to and that somebody is rooting for you to win. And that's, uh, again, absolutely what this book for me was about building for my child, but for anyone's child. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the text is called Don't You Know? And it's just a, a reminder just to make sure that they do know in those tough situations when you question it. Because sometimes even as adults, we can question those things, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to affirm yourself and know that you're going to make it through. Absolutely. Now, let me go back because you expose something that, you know, is really not talked about as much. Meaning, well, at least I don't hear it as much when it comes to like raising our children and how, you know, they're so much more distracted, right? Uh, When we were growing up, I know when I was growing up, it wasn't, we did not have all of these distractions. So sometimes it's hard for us to comprehend what our children are going or will go through. You know, you have a, a toddler, so it's like, you know, 10 years from now, what would our life be like, especially in the tech world, right? It's going to be mm-hmm. different. Um, just as, like, if you look like the iPhone, you know, like 10 years ago, our lives have literally, literally changed so much from technology. Right. I couldn't even imagine where it is going 10 years from now. The key to remember as parents is, yes, there's, there's some same tricks and some things developmentally that we have to keep in mind with our kids, but they are dealing in different times. So sometimes as parents, we have to learn how to adjust, right? I had right. saw this picture. It was funny to me because it was a, a picture of a yearbook. And in a yearbook, you know, you have all your, the people. So it's like, you know, on one page, it's probably like 20 people in there. And then one picture was crossed out with like a permanent black marker. And the caption was, this is how we unfriend people, right? So you know, as parents, we're going to have to build that foundation and also adjust, you know, the things that we're doing with our children because they are, they are living differently. Exactly. And again, that's why we have to affirm ourselves, you know, and um, like I mentioned earlier, just be compassionate. You know, we have to teach our kids some compassion, but we have to be compassionate with ourselves as parents. Cause again, there isn't a rule book. There's no guide out there. Um, that 100% tells you exactly what to do. But there are, like you mentioned, some things that we can do to lay a a nice foundation that Mm -hmm. um, we can work off of. Again, not only our children, but ourselves. And I think like when you said not ourselves, when we're working with our children, sometimes it it shows us where we still need to be doing some work. (laughs) Right? (laughs) With ourselves. That's why, you know, it's very important doing these things which your children can really help build you up. And so you don't want to miss these moments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I love, again, I'm a first time parent. So I love that aspect of this stage, even though you, a lot of people point to twos and threes as the challenging stage, but it's, it's just been a joy to kind of step back and kind of relive 
through, you know, that lens to experience life as they do. And that can be, of course, therapeutic for, you know, maybe some of those things like you mentioned that we have to resolve as well, you know, just slowing down and um, stopping the smell of the roses and all the things that our kids kind of show us. So that's a really good point. Yeah. And they show you, it's one of them things where it's like, you know, you you start to see yourself in your kid and you're like, oh my God. And it's not a bad thing, but it's like, we forget, you know, it's easy for us to not look in our, within ourselves. And then we, we start procreating, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. having those habits and we're like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, he's a, he's a little <laughs> passionate about that. I wonder where he got that from. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the things I love about your book is the the actual quote you have with Frederick Douglass about it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And I think that's important because you want to really be in a position where this is why we're saying affirmations are important because you are actually building a strong child or strong children so that they don't have to grow up, you know, broken, busted and disgusted and just, you know, not really living in their full potential because of the lack they had in childhood. So I absolutely love that. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you I love welcome. that quote as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So my next question is, when did you realize it was important to share your book about affirmations? That's a, a good question. I think a lot of us in the cert, the time that we're in, You know, um, I'm just thinking back to last summer. I always wanted to become a published author, but I knew that the time was right because we were still in the midst of of a pandemic. There's a lot of things happening around us. And I really wanted to, again, just ensure that no matter what happens, whether it's to me or whether it's another parent, that the next generation has something to reflect on and know I feel like my, for my book, that the most important thing is to know that you're loved. So I would say current events led to me wanting to, to make sure that this was a dream that actually came into fruition. Wow. With the current events, which, you know, could you expound on that? I don't want to just make it seem like it's obvious what that is. Could you expound on that? Like what current events are you talking about? Sure. So I would say definitely the pandemic, but then we had a lot going on politically, thinking back to last summer, and we had a lot going on culturally, um, social unrest. This is, you know, life after the whole world watched the murder of George Floyd. And, you know, a lot of people changed their approaches after that. And, you know, I mentioned George Floyd, not passively, but because, you know, I have my son, again, it's going to be three and wanting to make sure that we have a world that is a little bit more caring and conscious of, of just that fact, you know, that he is a brown boy growing up in a world where George Floyd was murdered and everybody seen it. So I would say that was a driver as well. Um, But again, knowing that life is, is short. Um, and it's uncertain. We don't know what the future will bring. So at the end of the day, if I can um, remind him whether, you know, I'm around, whether it's when, you know, we're old and gray and he has his own family, um, that he's left. That's the number one message. Mm. And that's such a powerful message 
like with everything going on, like I can just hear and feel the passion. Like, you know, I have to let him know that no matter what is going on, I love you, that mm-hmm. you are loved, you know, as a, a brown person in this society, as a male in this society, it's very important for you to understand how much I love you. Mm-hmm. And I love that because, you know, it, it was an awakening, you know, for a lot of people and an eye opener. But I love that it's not just, you know, we're, we're trying to build against it. I love that you're building for it. What I mean by that is you're not just saying, okay, let's solve these social problems, which they need to be solved. You are saying, let's, let's go back to the root of it, right? And deal with them at this age so that when they grow up, you know, they, they're equipped for it. Exactly. And I guess even along that, along those lines, I'm just thinking of how many, you know, moms as well, just with the different things that have happened in society are missing, you know, their brown boys or, or vice versa. You know, it's just, I think at the end of the day, again, love is the most important thing. And if we can capitalize on it and amplify it as much as we can, you know, again, life's uncertain. We can't stop certain things from happening, but if we can make sure that someone knew or experienced love as loudly as they could, I think that it, it helps with whatever is to come after anything should happen. I love it. I think that's very powerful. And it's something that's like so small and yet so powerful that it will literally change the trajectory of someone's life. Absolutely. I love it. When we're thinking about, I know we talked about affirmation and everything. What is the biggest thing you want your readers, parents specifically to learn from your book? I would say, I would hope that other parents realize that, you know, they don't have to have it all together. They don't have to do things or maybe even search for the the textbook to parenting, but to just focus on building a firm foundation for their child, which will influence the next generation. And it's kind of taking us back to the basics. You know, when we talk about a foundation, it's focusing on the simple things. So it's not about, you know, because again, with a two or three-year-old, it's not about them knowing 600 words or being able to count backwards and forwards from 50, you know, it's it's about taking off some of the pressure and just enjoying the gift that we have and being able to influence someone else's little life. And um, that's kind of what some, of course, on a a podcast, we can't see the illustrations in the book, but that's what some of the illustrations show, just a lot of the loving moments and taking a moment to slow down and um, just embrace the things that create more love. I love it. And this it's like one of those things where, you know, you're not rushing, right? We're not rushing to get them to, you know, have this expounded dictionary or vocabulary. When they're this age, we are just really going to the foundation and the root of it all, which is love. Yes. Love is the root. Love is the root. All right. Now, now tell us what is next for you? Well, I had a fantastic mentor in the process to publish my first book, which really opened my eyes to the ease of, you know, 
putting out, you know, works like this. And like you mentioned, it is about building a legacy. So I absolutely will be publishing more books. I have an ambitious goal to do another one before the end of the year. However, if that doesn't happen, um, definitely by first quarter next year. So I'll, I'll have another book out soon and I can't wait to share it. Awesome. Awesome. And I think that's powerful because I think the reason why I think this is powerful because this book, anybody can get, but Mm -hmm. it becomes a thing. And what I mean by that is um, I know that the book cover is African-American. It's so beautiful. I love the color things, but anybody can read this book. Don't, don't get so caught up in the color. It's really an affirmation thing. So make sure you go grab that book and she's going to tell you how in a second. And don't forget, she is a best-selling author as well. But also just keeping up with that because one book, if you, I, I know now my children are older, I'll just use myself. When it comes to books, I'll, I read books every day. So I am so glad that you're going to continue writing books to help us grow So make sure you're connecting with her and she's going to tell you how so that you can actually see her growth and her continuous connect collection of her, her books, because it's so, it's so important for you to cultivate your children. You know, it's so important because they are our futures. Remember Whitney Houston? So I believe our children are the future. They are. Yes. And if you can get to the space where you're doing it at this age, I know a lot of people who have broken childhoods you know it wasn't their fault but then when they got adults they remain broke and we're not like you said we're not saying that things won't happen and all that stuff we know that such is life but if you can build your foundation so this is why it's so important to stay in touch with the authors so first let us know where we can get your book Yes. So I'm happy to say I have a couple different venues in which um, people can buy the book. So if you are local or you would just like to purchase one from me, you can find me on Facebook by the name that's listed on the book, Shanika Floyd. And my email is shanika.floyd at gmail.com. That's for local, but um, I think it's wonderful that the book is available via Amazon because for those of you who have Amazon Prime, you can have the book basically tomorrow. But I have an ebook, I have a paperback and a hard book that are all available on Amazon Prime. If Amazon is not your vendor of choice, you can purchase it on Walmart, Target, Goodreads, and Barnes and Noble online. So I'm working to, of course, have the book featured maybe in some other areas or locations. So you can keep up with me at, again, Shanika Floyd on Facebook or shanika.floyd at gmail.com. Powerful. Listen, if you don't do anything, please make sure you invest in your children. If you don't have children and you have nieces and nephews, invest in them. If you'll have nieces and nephews, invest in your children, your friends' children. Whoever, if you don't even have, your friends don't have kids, find a local elementary school or somewhere where you can really invest because this is so needed because our kids need this. Like, again, we can say we didn't have these things when we were growing up, but it's becoming more prevalent. So make sure you go grab our best-selling authors, Ms. Shanika's book from Amazon. I'm so glad that you wrote this book. I really believe that it's going to be helpful for parents to really help affirm their children, no matter what the race is. This is a good movement, but she's not stopping here. That's why I want y'all to continue to connect with her. 
So we are so appreciative for you stopping by our podcast today. We're looking forward to hear more about your books. We are staying in touch and make sure you follow her. Seriously, follow her so that you can stay in touch with her so that you can actually learn more about her upcoming book. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Janelle. And in closing, if I could say really, really quickly, I would just like to thank everyone who has supported um, this project thus far. Um, like Dr. Janelle said, I was able to achieve the bestseller status on, on Amazon, and that's amazing, but it wouldn't be possible without those who supported the project. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And to all of those who may support in the future, thank you so much in advance. Amen. I love that gratitude. So that means like when the second book comes, it's going to be more. So <laughs> I love the gratitude. Yes, yes. That's a, you know, you can write the book, but if people are not buying you know, it's only going so far. So thank you to your, her supporters. That's awesome. Love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Appreciate it. Yes, that's awesome. Yes, we extend our love. So, you know, I'm saying thank you too, just because I think it's important to support your authors too. It's a lot of work that goes into, you know, creating a book. So we appreciate you for actually selling your time, your knowledge and your wisdom and to educate it and helping other people. So thank you so much. Thank you. So there you have it. Make sure, please make sure y'all connect with her. Seriously, stop playing and click the buttons and follow her. We appreciate it, but thank you for another episode. We are so excited that you're here. So make sure you continue to join and follow us. And we share information about Ms. Shanika's book so that you can get your copy today. Talk to you soon. Bye.